Hi there, this is Melody Thuston Cowan, and you are listening to A Word from the Tabernacle. Today's message is entitled, What Shall I Do to Inherit Eternal Life? Bishop Thuston comes from Luke 10, and like the main subject in the text, the lawyer, many of us may be wondering to obtain eternal life, how do you get your life right now? And like Jesus tells the lawyer, the only way to do that is by learning how to love God with everything because it all belongs to him. I pray that this word inspires you, that it builds your faith and that it gives you perspective into God's moving in your life. Thanks for joining. Now let's go in and listen to the word. Let me read this. Thank you. Luke 11. Luke chapter 10. And verse 25. Chapter 10, verse 25. Y'all praying with me? Let the word talk. Let the word talk. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted Jesus, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? You you would think that the devil would not attempt to take his chances with Jesus. You would think that the devil would have a little more respect than to tempt Jesus, but this is not the first time that Satan gambled in his chances to trap Jesus. This time he used a lawyer who intentionally asked him a trick question. And a certain lawyer, if it were you, you wouldn't want your name left for the ages. So it just tells us an unnamed lawyer stood up and tested Jesus saying, Okay, you know so much, you're getting so much fame, you're so much attention, people are bragging about you. Well, how about answering this? A question nobody has ever been able to answer. What shall I do to inherit eternal life? Oh my Lord, I like this already. Jesus said unto them, you read the Bible, smart aleck, what's written in the law? How do you read? Since you got so much nerve, tell me what you found out. And he answering said, here is your solution. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, 
and thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus said unto him, you really did give the right answer. Only question is, can you do it? You can talk the talk, but can you walk the walk? So why don't you just do what you've read and do what you quoted to me? And if you do this, you're going to live. Now help me count this. Jesus gave him several areas to love the Lord with. The heart, the soul, how many is that? Strength and mind. Okay, that's four, isn't it? And, and then apply that to your neighbor. And the word that I think you don't want to overlook in this brief overview is all. You can have part of your heart operating, part of your soul, a little bit of your strength, sometimes your mind. But if you want to live, God is expecting the absolute totality of everything you have, your heart, that's your feelings and your emotions. But he also wants your soul. That's your mind. That's your appetites. Your mind. That's your soul. That's your feelings. Your personality. Your strength. All of your ability and your capability. Your ability for what you have and your capability, which is your potential. That's your strength. And then every part of your thinking, all of your mind, all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your strength, all of your mind, all of your emotions, all of your personality, all of your ability, and all of your thinking. And when you give God all, guess what? There's nothing left. The word that's going to um, attach itself here is inspiration. What's your inspiration? What causes inspiration for you? What inspires you? Well, inspiration can come from various places. Inspiration can have various locations of origin. Yes, sir. Your inspiration, can y'all hear me? Yeah, where, where does it come from? It maybe comes from nature because nature can be such a colorful splendor. You ever been inspired just by nature? I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe display. You can have inspiration from the stars and their scattered diamond sparkle. You ever just walked out? Now, I'm a star guy. But do you ever, in, even in the big Kansas City that you live in, do you ever take time out to just fascinate yourself on the starry canopy? Obviously, you can't count them all. 
Some guy got so inspired, he just came up with a poem. You probably already know it. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Y'all don't want to help me. How I wonder what you are. You're not talking to the stars, but they're inspiring you up above the world. So high like a what? Diamond, yada, yada, yada. The mountains inspire some. The grandeur of the iron vaults, the billowing waves of the sea. The ocean itself can be inspiring. Say yes. Different people are inspired by different stimulants. Music. Thank you, Sister Booker. Music. Thank you, praises. Thank you. I like your church for many reasons. Per capita, y'all have more singing people in this church than any church I know. Somebody probably on your row is a singer. Wave at somebody and tell them you look like a singer. Back at you. Music. Sung right. Played right. Performed right. Can be inspiration. Art in its many forms. Literature or poetry. Athletics or entertainment itself inspires many. But for most of you, I know what inspires you. Money, 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 money. The idea of money, the expectation of money, the compensation of money, the idea of money, the incentive of money. Some people even think they can smell money. They're inspired by the sound of cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. People are inspired by money. But the healthy soul gets inspiration from others. Not from everybody. But there's probably somebody you met who inspires you. People that you share something in common with. Can y'all hear me? I don't have long here. You're inspired by people that have something meaningful, something significant to offer, something that is mutually disarming, something that you share that has value. You're inspired by people that have some form of sweetness. Maybe that's the challenge of managing your inspiration. Listen to the preacher. There's a challenge of discerning the people that you have to do with. You got to discern the people you intersect on your journey. Say yes. How do you share your imagination? That's the matter of relationship management, which is usually determined by the people that you have a relationship with. Say yes. You're not going to be spiritually vigorous if you don't have relationships. You're not going to be spiritually strong if you don't care about relationships you're not going to make it if your soul is sick with soul rot because you get attracted to toxic relationships
your heart is going to be contaminated if you just are reckless about who you take into your inner circle. Say yes, Lord. You got to learn that it is equally sick if you are centered around yourself and nobody else. Well, somebody just help me say, we need some help here. God gave me a poem one time when I was working in a certain institution. He said, I wrote this. He lied. I'd heard it before. He said, I wrote this. Think about this. I know I'm great. I think I'm grand. I walk around holding my own hand. I said, you didn't write that, man. You didn't write that. It's a whole lot of people that are self-centered. Only person they get to know is the inflated image of themselves. Say yes. You take care of yourself and that's good. But you don't want to be preoccupied with yourself. Help me Jesus. You don't want to be so at ease with yourself that you don't consider your capacity to have anything else. Now you ought not to be too hard on yourself. Can y'all hear me? I mean, I think it was missionary Retha who said, respect yourself. And you should take care of yourself. You should learn not to hurt yourself. I wish y'all would pray for me. You don't want to play yourself too cheaply. You don't want to be too hard on yourself you don't want to play yourself cheap you don't want to get into the habit of playing games with your own mind in other words don't fall into the trap of fooling yourself say yes lord well which is it worse is it worse to worship yourself or to waste yourself with rotten relationships. Those are both sick options. You don't want to worship yourself. But neither do you want to abuse yourself. So you need to learn how to do something else with yourself. Say yes. Get away from the unproductive. You don't want to go into a satanic rut. You don't want to be as sick as the Titanic on the oceanic collisionic. I wrote that. You don't want to go set up for a crash, a collision that will leave you in a damaged state. So I have a third alternative. Let your primary quest be your relationship with God say yes I'm about to finish now because I've already covered the majority of the human family and they fall into one of those categories either they are so self-centered that they are obsessed with self 
graduation or else they are so dogged and greedy so desperate so needy and so bottomless in their aspirations that they are self-abusive but the lawyer asks our savior if you want to have eternal life how do you get your life right how do you get your mind right how do you get your heart right how do you get your soul right how do you get your strength right the only way to do that is to learn how to love the lord with all hallelujah with all of your heart and your mind and all your soul and all your strength lift your hand and say everything belongs to god say yes going to be a little different this year I know we're in a consecration season I know we're at the um, the dawning of a new year I know you already have made a start into 2023 and I just want to be sure that you get a fighting chance for this year hmm to be more prosperous than last year. I want you to have a fighting chance at having more victory than you had in 22. I don't want you to have your guard down, my God. Don't let your guard down and be more chaotic or confused or delusional or topsy-turvy I don't want you to be as sick last year my God and you're more sick this year I don't want you to have more heartbreaks and I don't want your imagination to run away with you I don't want you to have days where you feel like it's been a waste and you spend your time singing is my living in vain say yes but god no i don't want to get that happy right now somebody say god will help us he's the one remember write this down he is the donor he's the one that gave you a heart that's how you got your emotions he's the one that gave you a soul that's how you got your personality. The donor is the one who gave you strength. My help comes from the Lord. He is our refuge and our strength. Say yes. He's the one who gave you your mind. Say yes, Lord. He will keep them in perfect peace whose minds are stayed on him say yes since mm, he is the donor then he is the one who can give you not only what you have but he's also the keeper somebody say i got a keeper 
No, you didn't say that. You said, I got a keeper. I want you to say, I got a keeper. No, no, no. That's not a gender specific term, not a keeper, but a keeper. God is the one that will keep your thoughts. God is the one that will increase your strength. Yeah, yeah. God is the one that will lubricate your soul with joy like a river. I heard him say, somebody say, go ahead. What did y'all say? If you believe on me, as the scriptures have said, I guess y'all gonna get off of me after a while. Out of your belly shall flow rivers, rivers. Don't get mad at me if I'm happy. Rivers flowing in the morning. Rivers gushing in the afternoon. Rivers streaming in the midnight hour. Roll it up into everlasting life. Say yes. Let me finish with this. Somebody say, help us, Lord. Told Abraham Lincoln, and they, uh, he was in the middle of the, of the war, and they told him, that General McClellan told him, why don't you just sue for peace? Uh, let, let's, just, let's just tell General Lee that we will agree to a truce. And all you have to do is tell General Lee that um, um, we'll just allow slavery to continue in the states where it's already legal and just don't take it to any more states. And the president said, um, whose side are you on? You're the general for the freedom of the slaves. And now you're telling us that we ought to compromise and let the enemy continue to have slaves. Uh-huh. And so what you need to do is listen to me. And then you'll know why I'm not listening to you. And Lincoln said there was a farmer who had a daughter. And the lion nor the tiger, nor the bobcat, nor the wildcat came to the farmer and said, I want to marry your daughter. And the farmer said, not a bad idea, but before I turn my daughter over you, you have to go and have all of your teeth taken out. Because I wouldn't want you to kiss her one day and bite her with your sharp teeth. So the farmer went and had all of the teeth extracted uh, that the lion had in his mouth. And then he said, now I'm ready for your daughter. And uh, the farmer said, well, no, you need to have all your claws pulled out. Because I wouldn't want you to be hugging her one day and scratch her tender flesh. 
so the bobcat went and had all can y'all hear me of his claws extracted then he came back to the farmer and he said now I'm ready because I had my teeth pulled and I had my claws pulled then the farmer said just one more thing go and get your tail cut off because I wouldn't want you to be jumping across the creek and lose your balance because your tail got in the way so he went and had Lord have mercy had his tail cut off so he came back and said I've done everything I had my teeth pulled and I had my claws pulled I even had my tail amputated now can I have your daughter and the farmer said here's what you're going to get you're going to get a bat upside your head because I'm going to beat you in the unconsciousness any creature that is so foolish that it has all his teeth pulled any creature that is so desperate that he loses all his claws any creature that is so stupid that he cuts off his own tail is not safe enough for my daughter at all and I want to tell you why don't y'all say go ahead God sent a savior to put your teeth in place to put your hands in place to put your body in place and the enemy can't have anything because I well, y'all help me say I twice. I. If I say once, you ought to say it twice. I belong to God from the crown. Pray you were blessed by the word from our leader, Bishop L. F. Thuston. Please like, subscribe, and share this channel. It is due to your support that this podcast is possible. BT is on the move, busy kingdom building on and offline. So for the latest updates, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms and head to boontabernaclekojic.org for full details on our many ministries. There you can find information on how to safely join us for in-person and virtual services, giving options, and most importantly, where you can submit prayer requests. We're continuing to integrate new and fresh resources that better inform what you want to hear and see from this podcast. So please continue to share your feedback. We want to hear from you. We pray that this word met your need and we ask God to strengthen and keep you until we meet again. God bless.